This episode of Your Asian Best Friends, we talk about how everything, everywhere, all at once is dominating award season. Plus, it's another edition of Taylor's Tourney. We're going to find out who Taylor thinks is the greatest SNL cast member of all time. And I'm Taylor. And I'm Bernard. <laughs> we are your Asian best friends. That's us. <laughs> What's up, everybody? We're back after a long hiatus. None of you care, <laughs> yeah. but it was a long hiatus. <laughs> I know one person that cares. <laughs> you know, I, know, I, know, I know maybe one or two. I know maybe one or two. One of them might be in this room. <laughs> Depending on the day. Yeah. I might care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we had a long hiatus for the holidays, I guess. Holidays. Uh, yeah. Sadness. Just <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that happens. That happens. We're happy Ill- now. Illnesses. All the things. Yeah, dude. My family's hella sick. Yeah, <laughs> that's a, if you guys don't have kids, like I the thing I didn't know going into starting a family, mm-hmm. you're just like perpetually sick. The household as a collective, yeah, definitely. It's especially, just a cycle. I feel it now, especially with three kids, because it really feels like all the time. It's like impossible to contain. It is. It is. It, you might as well just not even try. You're sending them off to school and stuff. Like, there's no way. Yeah, I mean. If my kid has a cough and he can't go to school because he has a cough, he's going to miss like two months of school. <laughs> I know. I know. But it's Rona now. Yeah, I It's know. Rona, I guess. It really changed everything. I wonder how long after the uh, uh, Spanish flu were they like, oh, we don't mm, care anymore. Yeah, we don't care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's orgy time again. Yeah, exactly. Like, when does that happen? Uh, so, but we're back. If you guys were mad that we were gone, blame our kids, obviously. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but we're happy to be back on uh, today's episode. is exciting because Asians are taking over award season. Mm-hmm. This has been exciting. They, it, it's already started with uh, you know all the award shows that have happened uh, prior to this, and now we've got the big one, the Oscars coming up. Which and are the Grammys coming up too? Yeah, the Grammys are coming up. Gee. I think they're like. Uh... In February, at some point soon. Damn. So yeah. the so the Asians are probably going to be all up in there too. But we won't talk oh, yeah. about. We're going to st- stay to movies. Stick to yeah. movies today. But uh, it's exciting. We're going to discuss that. Mm-hmm. Um, and later on in the episode, we've got Taylor's tourney. Yeah, it's back today. We're going to attempt to whittle down these brackets. <laughs> yeah, how big is the bracket? Okay, it's. Uh, I'll get I'll get into that when we get into right. it. It's a big bracket. It's like sixty four teams. <laughs> <laughs> it's best SNL cast member of all time. Uh-huh. Uh, I'll, I'll get more into that when we get into it later in the show. First up, though, uh, it's Asian Mania. Asian Mania for awards season. Mm-hmm. We had what the Critics Choice Awards, the Golden Globes, the Golden Globes, and it's just Asians. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah. Two two Asians in particular. <laughs> two Asians. Yeah, I guess it's just everything everywhere all at once that's dominating the uh, award season. It really is. Yeah. yeah. As it should. I think I mentioned that this like the past three, mm-hmm. four episodes, but I'm really still surprised that it's like doing this well. We didn't know if it would do this well back when it came out. Yeah, I'm surprised that it's, uh, you know, there's a lot of articles coming out right now Um because the Oscar nominations came out 
and they obviously were um, represented really well. But they categorized it like in these articles as a blockbuster hit, which is crazy. Guess, yeah, relatively. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I, you know, I guess it is. And uh, I'm just stoked that they've been able to keep the momentum going for this movie this whole time. Because when I saw it, when was it released? Like six months ago at this point? Six or seven More months ago? That. I remember thinking, this is one of the best movies I've ever seen. In my yeah, life. I loved hearing you. I remember um, your reaction made me so happy. And I'm glad that other people feel the same way. Yeah, it's cool because, you know, that movie is just so strange. If you see it, it's one of the strangest movies you'll see, especially particularly like for a major major motion picture release. Yeah. It's really artsy. It's an art movie in Mm -hmm. in many respects, but also inviting to a, you know, a wide audience in in other respects. But uh, it's just cool that like I so I saw for my work, I saw it early. Right. So no one had reacted to it yet. Right. There was an embargo. No critics were reacting. Nothing. I just saw it uh, early. Mm-hmm. And I thought that's the weirdest shit. I loved it, obviously. Right. I mean, it's almost like, you know, kind of life altering. Uh, totally. <laughs> you know, yeah. or perception altering at the very least. Yeah. But it's like, it's an Asian movie and I'm Asian and I'm like, am I biased towards this? Like, mm. am I, you know, you know, you almost start to get that weird Asian American thing where you're like, you're apologetic for being so into something, mm. you know, that's Asian. Am I just into it because it's Asian? Mm. I'm starting to question because no one's talking. We can't talk about it. Yeah. At this point. When I saw it and then I thought, uh, I love, I think, I know it's a good movie, but probably it's not going to resonate with a lot of people. One, because it's Asian and two, because it's weird. Mm-hmm. Like Daniel's movies prior were really weird too. Right. You know, and they didn't do like particularly well either yeah. or, or they didn't do particularly well. So I wasn't confident about this movie, but then you saw it, I remember, and you were so over the moon. It was very validating to me Yeah, that you really loved it. Um, and then, you know, other people started seeing it and it was just like the snowball effect. It didn't it didn't do great the first opening weekend. Right. But just word of mouth, and I think that speaks to how good that movie actually is, and it's yeah. actually resonating with everybody. Yeah, because I mean the themes that they explore are so universal. Like there's things that are very specific to like the Asian American experience, but the feeling of uh feeling like you're invisible or that your life is less than you expected it to be. I feel like everybody goes through that at some point in their life at different varying degrees. They depicted that so well um, and showed that the simple life is actually beautiful and has everything that we're living for in it. And, And just because somebody chooses a simple life, yeah, a small life doesn't mean they don't have the capacity to, do big things totally they've just chosen that's better for them yeah absolutely man yeah maybe they don't want to be a big movie star they could though you know who knows they they contain multitudes uh getting choked up over here (laughs) uh, what a beautiful movie man that that fucking movie uh so good but let's talk about how it's taken the award season by storm you know the when the nominations came out for these awards show critics choice Mm mm-hmm uh, Golden Globes and now mm. the Oscars. I part of me is like in disbelief. Like I can't yeah. believe it. You got the most Oscar nominations of uh, or Asia. It said Asian films got the, but it's really everything everywhere all right. at once. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is the one that's dominating. Yeah, that's really fantastic. I couldn't believe it. In some ways, it I don't want it to be validated. Like I don't want to have to. I don't 
want to need that recognition from these like old white institutions, but it does feel good in some ways. Like, especially like, you know, I didn't see it in, in the same vacuum that you did, but when I was watching Kihai Kwan's performance in the movie, um, I was second guessing myself of like, is this really as amazing as it seems to be? Yeah. And it is. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, no, it is validating. I mean, award shows aside, you just see the entire country right. embracing this movie. Right. Nobody doesn't like that movie. Right. Yeah. I heard a couple of people. And if you don't like it, like, it's your problem. Or is it maybe one over your head or something? Yeah, you're just not smart enough. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever actually like genuinely think that about somebody? Um, no, I don't think so. Not anymore. I think I used to a lot because I don't know. I don't know. I could go down the rabbit hole of like what <laughs> what intelligence actually there's is. There's different kinds of intelligence. Yeah, there's just so yeah. many different kinds of intelligence that I can't say like because you don't like this movie, you're a dumb dumb, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think people are dumb if they don't like, but if, if they're, but I've heard a lot of dumb reasons. Right. That's why people don't yeah. like something. There's st- an argument can be stupid. So I I was actually um, messaging a f- with a friend mm-hmm. uh, yesterday about um, everything everywhere all at once. Just mm-hmm. just getting all these nominations and winning all these awards. Yeah, uh, the cast and everybody. And I was like, look, he got nominated for all these uh, Oscars. Yeah. And my friend was like, Will they win though? And then I responded, it's like, I don't, I don't really care. Yeah. I don't really care if they win because it's like, it's a rigged system anyway. You know, it's not yeah. real like meritocracy there, but just the recognition of being nominated more than anyone else. Mm-hmm. That's to me more concrete than any win, right? Yeah. Like it doesn't matter if they win, how many categories they win or whatever. Yeah. It's just clear that that movie resonated with these people mm-hmm. and with the entire country. So that's, I'm done. Like that's cool for me. Yeah. That being said, like I'm a hypocrite because when I'm watching that fucking show, I'm going to be like clinching my asshole watching every category there because I love the movie so much. I felt the same way about Parasite too. Mm. When it won Best Picture, I was didn't expect to be as excited as I as I was when they announced it as the winner. But that felt like a watershed moment for sure for just Asians in general. I, I was genuinely shocked. I was shocked. Yeah. They won everything. They did. And they deserved it. It's not, it's, dude, it's a foreign language film. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, but this award season, I can make <laughs> did, did, did you watch the acceptance speeches at the uh, Golden Globes? Um, and the Critics' Choice? No, none that pertain to this conversation. No. <laughs> I got, you could do, you got to, okay, so. Um, oh, wait, I saw Michelle Yeoh's when okay. she threatened to beat up the piano player. Yeah, it was like, get the, get the fuck made out. it really awkward. Like, I'll kick your ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I yeah. miss Kihai Kwan's, I think. You gotta watch it, dude. It's, uh, he's just so magnetic. He's so charismatic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I'm, I'm trying to think of the right way to say this. I was about to say he's like well-spoken. Mm-hmm. But of course he is like, he's like completely like fluent, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but I don't mean that. I mean that like he doesn't do what I'm doing right now. He, he he's really, um, thoughtful mm-hmm. with what he's saying. 
No, everything he says seems really intentional and thoughtful, yeah, yeah, but totally. he doesn't trip up. It's yeah. it's I, it's really um, and I met him in person. It was the same way, like no cameras, nothing. Yeah, he's just he just talks like that, mm-hmm. and I think it's like a quality quality of a good actor. Mm-hmm. And he, he's really great. His speech was like it made me cry and stuff. Yeah, he's like thanking Steven Spielberg. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> like well, you gotta you don't gotta thank him. He never hired you again. <laughs> right. He hired you like forty years ago. Or <laughs> yeah. Did you know? You know, he said in an interview that Steven Spielberg, ever since he cast him a short round has sent him a Christmas present every year since then. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, sweet. That's really sweet. I mean, Spielberg also cast, uh, what, Drew Barrymore when she was a mm-hmm. little kid? Never cast her again either, but I think that he's like pretty involved in her life. Yeah. He's like one yeah. and done with actors. Yeah, I th- well, I think he, he's, he always talks about like um, casting as uh, serving the material like he doesn't mm-hmm. care about <clears throat> i think even at the um on the red carpet someone asked him about like career revivals or whatever mm. or, like giving someone a shot they were like you gave kihai kwan a shot when he was a kid and he was like i don't think about it that way right just like he was the right person for that part yeah and i don't care about his career in that moment <laughs> right like, try to guess the best actor yeah and i think you know looking at his career he really sticks to that oh for sure like he's not like, oh, I love working with him. I'm gonna right, totally, yeah, yeah. And I like Spielberg. I didn't watch Fablemans though. Dude, Spielberg is so fucking good. Like it's it's, <laughs> like, it's like one of those things that you take him for granted. Like Brad Pitt, right? Like you take yeah. Brad Pitt for granted, and then you see him in a movie, and you're like, oh yeah, he's a good actor. Yeah, I forgot about that. Or George Clooney, you're like, oh, he's a good actor too. Like this is surprising for some reason. And I watched the Fablemans. And I watched um, uh, West Side Story like mm. shortly after that. I heard that was great. He's as good as we say he is. As good as advertised, yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. he deserves all the accolades that he gets for sure. Yeah, it's weird. I think there is a sentiment because um, he's like as an auteur, he's like canonized. It's like, oh, yeah, he's <laughs> a great director. And then I think a lot of times cynical people get disenchanted with that idea and they're like yeah i know like he's great Mm -hmm. and everything it's like no he is great he's great it's like the end (laughs) watch his movies it's like i don't want to see it but you said he's great though yeah no totally yeah absolutely yeah he's he's phenomenal but um so kihai kwan thanked steven and his speech and he thanked everybody he thanked the daniels Mm -hmm. for for let he said thank you for letting me try again Mm. That made me tear up, dude. Yeah. Because, you know, his whole story, you guys, if you're listening, you don't, not familiar, like, Kia Kwan didn't retire from acting. He just couldn't find parts because he's Asian. Right, yeah. And he was pushed out of the industry because of a lack of representation. He wanted to be an actor. There's mm-hmm. no work for him. Yeah. Because no one wanted to give Asian dudes uh, roles. Mm-hmm. So he worked behind the camera. And then Daniels, the directors of Everything Everywhere All at Once, they... He says they gave me another chance and look at it. His career is going to be fine from now on because of that role. Yeah. He's going to be able to act as much as he wants. I guarantee it. And even beyond that, he's contributed one of the great performances in film history. Like if I was in his shoes, I'd be like, I'm fine being done. I want to keep on doing this, but I did it. That's my role of a lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's amazing. You know, it's an, it's an amazing role and, he performed his ass off in it. Yeah. 
Yeah, and he's just perfect for it. I, I know that uh, Jackie Chan was originally intended for that role, but uh, I'm really happy with how things worked out. Nothing against Jackie Chan. I do want to see that version of the movie, too. Well, so, well but Daniel said the next... When I talked to them, they said the next movie they're working on is going to be saying something further about Asians. Oh, yeah. So maybe we'll see Jackie up yeah. there anyway uh, yeah. via Daniels. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe Jackie saw this movie and was like, shit, what did I do? Yeah. <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> oh, did Jackie say no? I think that's what happened, yeah. Oh. I can't imagine it was the other way. They wanted him for it. That They mm. wrote the role for him. Mm. Wow. So Jackie said no. It's like, damn, man. Fucked up. Gotta protect that brand. <laughs> He's always gotta be a good guy. <laughs> I'm the hero. I'm the hero. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, and, okay, Michelle Yeoh. Yeah. Uh, let's let's well let's talk about this. What do you think? So Kei Kwan and Michelle Yeoh won, have have won multiple awards at this yeah. point for this movie. Uh, going into the Oscars, mm-hmm. uh, what do you think their chances are to come away with those trophies again? I think pretty high, um, especially Michelle Yeoh. Yeah, she's because, kind of a lock in. Yeah, she's so established, and this is she's so respected already. And I honestly Kei Kwan too, because like Hollywood loves an underdog story as much as the Oscars is a recognition of people's work. It's also a show that they're putting on. So what tells the best story the next day? It's probably Kihai Kwan. It's just one of those uh, moments you can't pass up TV yeah. moments. Exactly. Uh, like, yeah, let's dude. I'm all for rigging it then. Yeah, I'm, I'm, it, <laughs> no, I think the only thing that gives me pause about Kihai Kwan's chances are, the, there's that movie, The Banshees of Inisherin. That movie's so fucking good. Have you seen I that movie? I love that movie. That's like... <laughs> <laughs> that's a good movie. That's like... Oh, my God. That I movie wouldn't be is mad. I wouldn't so be mad. good. That movie's so good. <laughs> Would you be mad if like one of them won? No, that movie is incredible. It's, I wouldn't like, be mad. In any other year, that would have been my favorite yeah. film of the year. I love that movie. Martin McDonough. Uh, with uh, Brendan Gleeson, Dude. Colin Farrell. So good. <laughs> Barry Caldwell. It's a great movie. So uh, um, so good. Yeah. So I, I'm actually really, you, you know, this time last year we were talking about how you were watching all the award shows and I don't watch them. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I, you made me feel jealous because you were like, they were great. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like I missed out. So this year I'm, I'm uh, you know, I'm, I'm jumping on. I'm jumping yeah. on the bandwagon. It's going to be fun. We'll definitely do a, a show discussing the results, but I'm I'm pulling for everything everywhere all at once. I I honestly don't think Daniels have a chance at anything. I don't. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I don't think the Daniels have any chance of of winning. I think they're too young and weird, and there's no story there really. Yeah, there exactly. is, but there isn't like like in, yeah. in the mainstream media, and they want to give it to Spielberg. They, yeah, it's like I almost feel like they. There's no way Spielberg's not getting something. He'll probably get best director. I think so. He'll too. probably get best director. I mean, the movie's fucking awesome. It's yeah. great. Like I wouldn't. I'd understand if if he won for best director. All right. Well, we'll have to see. We'll have to see what <laughs> what happens with the Oscars. Ah. I'm excited. <laughs> okay, Taylor. All right. It's time for Taylor's tourney. Let's do it. This time, okay, so I kind of fucked up. Okay. So my idea, guys, was I was going to do a Taylor's tourney uh, to determine 
who Taylor thinks is the best SNL cast member of all time. Mm. Taylor's a big SNL fan. Mm-hmm. And um, we've been watching this since we were kids. So like a, the majority of the show's history. Yeah. Because we're that old, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, you know, so I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. We're going to whittle this down. I'm going to include people like modern people, old people. Mm-hmm. And then I, I realized there are a lot of fucking talented people on that show over the years. Like there a lot. Are, yeah. A ton. Yeah. There's so... A lot. <laughs> it's a lot it's nine o'clock now when are we getting yeah. <laughs> and i didn't i didn't want to separate it into like eras eras yeah i think that's less interesting mm-hmm. so i mixed it all up mm-hmm. it's a big grab bag it's a big grab bag it's just kind of random but like they're all talented people as as far as yeah. i'm concerned but we're gonna do it in two parts yeah it also makes sense because by the end of it the best person might not win. It's just like the the well, way. This is the, just Taylor's favorite. It's, it's, it's Taylor's where the, and it's where the bracket lays out. You yeah, know? you know, it's just, yay. It's all styles make fights. Mm-hmm. It's go. all about the matchups. <laughs> so there's a there's a you know there's a mix here. Okay, first matchup. Let's do it. Big one. All right. Will Ferrell mm-hmm. versus Kristen Wiig. Will Ferrell. Oh, man, that's crazy. <laughs> Wig out in the first yeah, round. That is go. crazy. That's what I mean. Like, and then if she was up against anybody else, she might have made it all the way to the finals. Maybe. maybe. I don't know. There's a, dude, there's so many talented yeah. people. I, I thought there would be like some clear and like I guess there are, but there's a lot yeah. of good people here. And I don't know. That that's okay. So Will Farrell. Kristen Wig out. Dang. Mm-hmm. Fred Armisen. Mm. Bowen Yang. Oh, see, this is where I would actually go with Bowen Yang. Wow. Because I love Fred Armisen. Yeah. I didn't think he was always used the best on mm. SNL. I think he's hilarious and he's one of my favorite, like, just comedic actors. And if he was used properly, I think he could have wiped the floor with Bowen Yang. All but right. I think Bowen Yang is uh, used really well in SNL. So as yeah. SNL cast member, I'm going Bowen Yang. Over Fred Armisen. Okay. Amy Poehler mm-hmm. versus Maya Rudolph. Mm, Maya Rudolph. Yeah, it's yeah. hard to beat Maya Rudolph. Yeah. She's like the pro's pro. Yeah, she was great. In an era of SNL, that honestly was not my favorite, but she was great. Yeah, it, and she was there with Amy Poehler. I think they're the same yeah. class. Amy Poehler has fallen in my estimation over time. I used to think she was... She is really great. Yeah, she's great. She is really great. She has some like, great characters and obviously a great performer mm-hmm. and went on to do awesome things. But yeah, um, yeah just, I just don't really remember a lot of what she did. Like, it's it kind of... She's kind of stuck on the update desk and... Yeah. Yeah, but she was, she was good. But uh, she's gone now. Uh, my Rudolph. <laughs> sound like she's dead. <laughs> yeah, my Rudolph lopped her head off in that matchup. Ooh, here's a good one. This is so random. Mm-hmm. Dan Aykroyd versus oh. Kate McKinnon. Uh, you know, I'd have to go with Kate McKinnon. Um, I think she's pretty incredible. Um, and Dan Aykroyd. We're old, but I'm not that that old. Mm. I, don't, I didn't watch a lot of like the first years of. Even like stuff, like like clips and stuff. I saw clips, but like uh, even then, most of the reruns we got when we were kids were like Sandler Farley era, mm. you know. Um, so I loved the Blues Brothers when I was a kid, but other than that, 
All right. That well, that is totally fair. Kate McKinnon moves on. Bill Hader versus Eddie Murphy. Oh shit, that's hard. Because they're so different. They are, <laughs> <laughs> and both great, obviously. Yeah. Obviously, just a divorce Eddie from everything else that he's done. <laughs> <laughs> divorce him from his brilliant. <laughs> You know, I think just for nostalgia purposes, I'd have to go Eddie. All right. Eddie, Bill Hader out in the first round. <laughs> I know, is, right? That's crazy, It's just dude. I remember Eddie Murphy <laughs> being a kid, and I should not have been watching SNL, watching him do like all his characters like Buckwheat and Gumby. <laughs> and like thinking it was like the funniest <laughs> shit I've ever seen. And I'm pretty sure it was some of the funniest shit yeah, I've ever it's still seen. Funny, for sure. <laughs> and Mr. Fact. Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood. I mean, yeah. His output for not being on the show for that long is pretty Oh, incredible. yeah. 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 Totally. Classic bits. I can't believe this is a crazy. This is a brutal bracket, dude. <laughs> it is. This is brutal. There's just so many talented people. Yeah. I couldn't, like, protect anyone here. No, I think the more you dive into SNL, the more you realize that, uh, Lauren Michaels controls Hollywood. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a system. Yeah. Yeah, you just graduate. Mm-hmm. Here's a fun one. A.D. Bryant versus Chris Farley. Chris Farley. Yeah. Nobody does Chris Farley. Like, nobody has been able to replicate what he did. Yeah, one of a kind, He for was sure. so unique. The energy. And the energy, just fucking hilarious. Like... He was so good. It's like a rock concert when he's performing. So good. Uh, A.D. Bryant, to me, one of the best. Yeah, she was great, too. But I would also go the Farley. Yeah. This is brutal. Fucking, oh, my God. Bill Hader and Kristen Wiig, out. Mm -hmm. Will Forte, Mm. under uh, to me, underappreciated. Will Forte is hilarious. Will Forte versus Dana Carvey. Hmm. Kind of similar roles in the in their respective casts. They could both do anything. They can do anything. Um, I think I'll go with the upset and go with Will Forte. Right on. I um, love that guy. Yeah, to me, to me, I would go with Forte too. Daryl Hammond mm-hmm. versus Cecily Strong. Mm, another upset, Cecily Strong. Yeah, I would go also go. With <laughs> she was. I think she'll go down as a very underrated cast member of SNL. You can always rely on her. She's like Maya Rudolph. You know? So good. Like she was so, so good. And she just had her last episode like a, I think a month ago. Yeah. So. Yeah. It was awkward. Yeah. Was Austin bad, Butler man. sang some Christmas song. <laughs> yeah. They were standing next to each other. <laughs> Fucking. What's his, uh... <laughs> he's like half her age. Yeah. No, he's not half her. I mean, I, excuse me. I, I don't know how old she is. She's our age. Oh, yeah. So I guess he's yeah. half her age. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's our age. Um, but yeah, she was fucking brilliant, man. So good. Okay. Let's keep it moving. We've got Will Ferrell versus Bowen Yang. Oh, Will, Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. Yeah. He's gonna. He's like the Spielberg of SNL, you know? He, <laughs> he lives up to the hype. You know, he, he lives really up to is. the hype. He really does. He's he really incredible. Does. Um, Maya Rudolph versus Kate McKinnon. Maya Rudolph. Woo! Yeah. 
Wow, Maya Rudolph. Well, that's going to be a banger. Okay. Eddie Murphy versus Chris Farley. Mm, Chris Farley. Woo. That was a tough one. But this is going to get tougher and tougher. Yeah. Will Forte versus Cecily Strong. Mm. Damn, that's a tough one. They both had pretty long tenures on the show. They did. You know, I can't imagine my life without McGruber. Mm. This means a lot to you. It's like (laughs) everything, everywhere, all at once. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. It's life-altering. This is like one of the funniest sketches that (laughs) it just hit every like note for me. Dude, I'm about to watch MacGruber compilation when I get home for sure. <laughs> it's for so, sure. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> There's uh, a movie, right? I, I didn't see the dude, movie. Dude, the movie's fucking great. Yeah, is it's, it good? <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I, so I feel good. like you're going with uh, Will Forte. Oh, yeah. I gotta go with gotta Will Forte. Go with Will, Forte. Uh, Will Ferrell mm-hmm. versus Maya Rudolph. You know, I think... I'm only going with Will Ferrell because I can't think of a dud that he did. Yeah. My Rudolph actually had a lot of duds. Yeah. And Will Ferrell had way more like memorable characters than My Rudolph had. I think mm-hmm. My Rudolph is really talented. Like she, she can make anything work type of mm-hmm. thing. She's reliable and yeah. Um is just so so like committed. Mm-hmm. Very talented, but Will Ferrell is just like yeah. iconic. He's so good. Still funny too. Mm-hmm. I saw him do Hot Ones, the Hot Wing, your favorite <laughs> show. Hot one, he ain't Hot Wings. And on the other side of the bracket, we've got Chris Farley versus Will Forte. Oh, Chris Farley, yeah, that wasn't. Chris Farley was like a meteor, man. Yeah, like, the impact he made in such a short amount of time. Uh, he's one of the best. One of the best electric, like when you watch even that old footage, it's just like jumps yeah. off the screen. Totally, and like nobody does it. Nobody can get yeah. close to him. What he does with yeah. what he did with what? Yeah, of course. Yeah, can't touch him there. Um, so the Clash of the Titans here: Will Ferrell versus Chris Farley. I had a feeling that was going to happen. Oof. I think I gotta go feral. Wow. But I don't feel good about it. Why not? (laughs) (laughs) What's wrong with Will Ferrell? (laughs) This is the Steven Spielberg thing. It's too obvious. Yeah. No. (laughs) It's not even that. It's just like I don't know. The like I don't think we'll see another Chris Farley. But I think we've seen different flavors of Will Ferrell mm-hmm. throughout the years. Like he's more influential. Right. But I don't think Chris Farley can even influence people because he was so... Yeah, he can't do what he, he did. He can't do what he did. And so much of what he did was on SNL, you know, because his, you know, he yeah. lived a very young life. So, or I mean, he didn't live very long, so he didn't have a ton of output. <sighs> I think I'm going Farley. I'm changing. Whoa, well, you're changing. <laughs> yeah, I'm changing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Plot twist. I'm going Farley. Plot twist. Chris Farley. Yeah. Okay. That was, okay. So 
that'll that'll do it for for today. Mm-hmm. Chris Farley has come out on top over all of those names. That's crazy, yeah. dude. Uh, man, I probably would have gone with Bill Hader over Eddie Murphy. Um, otherwise, you know, I was kind of with you yeah. <laughs> on the rest. Yeah, no, I probably would have gone with Armis and over Bo and Yang. But other than that, yeah. That, that's tough though. That was, I mean, all of them are pretty, sometimes I'll probably change my mind on a couple. If I look like stare at them long enough. Yeah. <laughs> it was a tough one, man. Kate Some McKinnon, them... dude. Kate McKinnon's sick. Yeah. She's sick. You no, know, she's great. The, uh, the one, the one where they're abducted by, uh, aliens. And mm-hmm. She's like that white, white trash lady. <laughs> oh yeah. She's so good. <laughs> <laughs> and she sticks her face in Ryan Gosling's ass. <laughs> Oh man. Okay. So Chris Farley, uh, next episode, we'll yeah. do another SNL bracket oh, because shit. there's, there's just that many amazing cast. And members. then is there going to be a face off between all the winners? Yes. Chris Farley, the winner of today's bracket will face off against the winner Oof. of next episode's bracket. Wow. So I don't know what it's going to take to beat Mr. Farley, but it'll take a lot. It's going to take a lot. We'll see. There's a lot, there are a lot of talented members left. There are. I said that's weird to say. There are a lot of talented members left. <laughs> cast members. A lot of talented cast members left. Yeah. Man, that's a hard bracket. And you realize how much talent just comes through that. Well, it's funny. I was so I interviewed um, what's his name, Kyle, Kinane. No, no. Um, Mooney. Kyle Mooney. Mm-hmm. I interviewed Kyle Mooney and we were like off record. We were just talking about the show and I was like, dude, it's like super competitive. Right. And he's like, dude, I, I think I, every day I think I'm gonna lose my job. Yeah. Like he, he's just, it's, he's like, it's so competitive mm-hmm. even to get on, you yeah. know, it's like, it's like brutal. And then to stay on is really hard. Yeah. Uh, so I think that in itself is like, if you're on that show, you're probably pretty talented. <laughs> yeah. Even Kyle Mooney, like, he was great, but I don't think they used him enough or in the right ways. Really. Yeah, he, I get his humor, but I also get that like not a lot of people are gonna understand like not yeah. uh, not understand. It's just not gonna be funny to them, right, you know. Which right. is not says nothing of yeah. <laughs> their intelligence or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just like like I, his faces make me laugh. I get yeah. what he's doing. I mean, honestly, it's not that dissimilar from MacGruber. Like you're either gonna think it's the dumbest shit you've ever seen, or it's gonna be so fucking funny. Yeah. We got some heavy hitters on the other side. Yeah. Coming up next, dude, there's some names. Chris mm-hmm. Parnell, Tim Meadows. Tim Meadows. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Meadows. Man. Ladies, man. Have to put Fallon in there somewhere. Oh, so yeah. he'll be an easy out. Yeah, he's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a couple of easy outs. Well, like Fallon, I wasn't even going to put him in, but then it's like, I have to put him in. Yeah, there's some easy outs to me that will... That most people would be like, what? Oh, yeah. Like, what's her name? Uh, she was the head writer for... Well, this is good. Tell me tell me who you think is like really overrated, and then maybe I'll leave him out. <laughs> no, that's not fair, though, because for the <laughs> listener, they'd be like, "Where, where, where's... Uh... What's her name? Uh, I don't think she's overrated. I just think she did a shit job on SNL. Mm. Um, 30 Rock. Tina Fey? Tina Fey. Yeah, I thought she was horrible yeah. on SNL. Oh. And I thought she was like a really bad writer too. On I'm not SNL. even a fan of like her stuff outside SNL. Like I, I never got her. 
But she's huge, man. Yeah, super because of Thirty Rock, right? Yeah. Weekend Update, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Anna Gasteyer, Sherry O'Terry, Rachel Dratch. <laughs> Dude, Rachel <laughs> Dratch so is many. great. <laughs> <laughs> so oh man, yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, might have to do a third one. <laughs> this is just gonna be an right. SNL podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't be the worst thing. In the, yeah, I know. We're, if we're into it, we're SNL into weekend. it. You know, <laughs> we're into it. It's like, oh, they always talk about Asians. <laughs> they only talk about Bo and Yang now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is Bowen doing this week? All right, so guys, tune in next time. Tune in. That's like an old person thing. Tune in. But uh, join us next time on, on the next episode to find out who is going to face off against Chris Farley. Yeah. In Taylor's tourney. Totally. And uh, we will. I don't know about timing, but we're going to talk about uh, the Oscars. Yeah. So even if they haven't happened uh, yet for the next episode, we'll still talk about the Oscars. Yeah. Because I'm sure there's more to talk about there with the other movies. Definitely. Um, and thank you guys for joining us. Yeah. Thank you. And my New Year's resolution is to actually make this a bi-weekly podcast. Not happening. <laughs> telling you right now. Like, how long do you think the streak can last? I think the longest we've had is two. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Never. Never. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. All right. I'm Bernard. And I'm Taylor. And we're your Asian best friends. Oh,